0: hello family and friends the title of today's message is how about humility let's pray gracious heavenly father we come today we're so thankful for the sacrifice at jesus at calvary and he didn't stay in that grave father you raised him on the third day and he seated at your right hand we're so thankful he paid the price for our sins all we have to do is accept that free gift by living a life for jesus and confessing Jesus is our Lord and Savior. We thank you for it, Father. We come today hungry for what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, are going to talk today about this topic. What about humility? My friends, the Bible warns us in the end times that people will be lovers of self. It is so evident in these last of the last days. Just take sports, for example. When I was young, people played sports, and made a good play, and didn't dance around and show off and say, look at me, look at me, look how great I am. Nowadays, we see so much of that in sports. We don't even think it is strange. You see it in politicians. Look how great I am. Look what I did, hmm, with the taxpayer money you gave me. I'm the greatest politician ever. It's sickening, isn't it? That is not the conduct that God wants to see from people, and He will have the final say for what happens in their last breath. How are each of us doing in our humility? Well, Let's start today in Proverbs 11.2 in the Amplified Bible. When pride comes, boiling up with an arrogant attitude of self-importance, then come dishonor and shame. But with the humble, the teachable, who have been chiseled by trial and who have learned to walk humbly with God, there is wisdom and soundness of mind. Folks, a lack of humility is closely tied to pride and an arrogant attitude of self-importance. But then comes dishonor and shame. If we stay humble, we are teachable in the Bible and humbly walking with God. Now James 4:10 in the expanded Bible, humble yourself in the Lord's presence, and he will honor you, exalt you, lift you up. My friends, when we're arrogant, we see greatness in ourselves, not other people. When we are humble, we seek the Lord's presence. Now, 1 Peter 5, 6 in the Amplified Classic Bible. Therefore, humble yourselves, demote, lower yourselves in your own estimation under the mighty hand of God, that in due time he may exalt you. Folks, isn't that great? When we humble ourselves, we lower ourselves in our own estimation. In other words, what we think in the natural, and we choose to think like God thinks. And if we truly do that, we want to know what the Bible says about everything. We don't try to think it out in our own brain or what the news media thinks. In every situation, we ask ourselves, what does God think? What does God think about unborn babies? What does God think about godly marriages? What does God think about perverted sexual relationships? What does God think about hate? And we go to the Bible and truly seek God with an open heart and realize there is a wide path to destruction. If the majority of the world thinks like you do, you already have your answer. You are not humble. You are following the world's ways and the God of this world, Satan. Now, 1 Peter 5, verses 5 through 7 in the Amplified Bible. Five. Likewise, you younger men of lesser rank and experience, be subject to your elders. Seek their counsel, and all of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. Tie on the servant's apron, for God is opposed to the proud, the disdainful, the presumptuous, and he defeats them, but he gives grace to the humble. My friends, God gives grace to the humble. The humble listen to godly elders. Notice I said godly elders, those that truly follow God. Notice I didn't say just older people. Many of those are on the wide path with worldly views. Notice I didn't say older religious people. Religious people are like the Pharisees who hated Jesus. We have to humble ourselves to elders that truly love God and serve God. They don't vote for a political party that voted to take God out of their platform and slaughter babies without any regard for that life. You don't have to be around those people very long to see that they are not serving God and they are not humble. And this scripture says that God is opposed to them. Verse six, therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Set aside self-righteous pride, so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service at the appropriate time. Folks, if we humble ourselves under God's hand and serve him, he will exalt us to a place of honor. How does heaven sound to you? That's a pretty good place of honor, isn't it? But for those with self-righteous pride, sounds like a lot of people on TV, huh? They will not like their reward those that are too busy to go to church, those that are too busy to pray and seek God, those that are too busy to read their Bible. These people are not humble, and they are opposed to God, and God opposes them. Verse 7, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concerns once and for all on Him, for He cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. My friends, part of being humble is casting our cares on God because He cares about us. When we think too highly of ourselves, we think we can take care of everything, that we don't need God. That is a strong sign of arrogance, the opposite of humility. Now Philippians 2, verses 3 through 5 in the Amplified Classic Bible. Do nothing from factional motives, through contentiousness, strife, selfishness, or for unworthy ends, or prompted by conceit and empty arrogance. Instead, in the true spirit of humility, lowliness of mind, let each regard the others as better than or superior to himself, thinking more highly of one another than you do of yourselves. Folks, one sign of a humble person is they think more highly of others than they do themselves. Reminds one of the greatest commandments, doesn't it? Love God and love people. By the way, loving people doesn't mean supporting their sin. It's loving them enough to pray for them to get out of sin, helping to lead them to Jesus in heaven. Four, let each of you esteem and look upon and be concerned for not merely his own interests, but also each of the interests of others. Five, let this same attitude and purpose and humble mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus, Let him be your example of humility. My friends, we can't find a better example of humility than Jesus, starting with the fact he left heaven and came to save us from hell. Wow, thank you, Jesus. And he didn't run around and tell everyone to stay in your sin. God loves you, so do what you want. Live like the devil. No, God hates sin. The world, through deception of the devil, has made people believe a lie about God and who God really is and his true nature. Now Philippians 2, 5-8 in the J.B. Phillips New Testament. Let Christ be your example of humility. Let Christ himself be your example as to what your attitude should be. For he who had always been God by nature did not cling to his prerogatives as God's equal but stripped himself of all privilege by consenting to be a slave by nature and being born as mortal man. And having become man, he humbled himself by living a life of utter obedience, even to the extent of dying, and the death he died was the death of a common criminal. Folks, wow! There is no better example of humility and loving people than the example of Jesus. Now let's close in Philippians 2, 5-8 in the Message Bible. Think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. He had equal status with God, but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of that status no matter what. Not at all. When the time came, he set aside the privileges of deity and took on the status of a slave, became human. Having become human, he stayed human. It was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life and then died a selfless, obedient death, and the worst kind of death at that, a crucifixion. My friends, Jesus didn't claim special privileges. He lived a selfless, obedient life of humility and died for us at Calvary. But the Father raised him from the dead, praise God. And the Father will do the same for us if we live a humble life serving him and not the world's ways. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your great example in Jesus of humility. Father, we choose to live by Jesus' example, to live a humble life, not to be run over by people, but stand up for truth, Father, but be humble, Father. We thank you for helping us to put others first. We choose, Father, to care about people's future, We choose to care about where people end up for eternity and witness to them about the saving power of Jesus. In his name we pray, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.